Hello and welcome to the QA Therapy Podcast. Are you looking to improve your overall testing and quality practices? My name is Sergio Freire and I'm a solution architect and a testing advocate at X-Ray. And my name is Cristiano Cunha and I'm also a solution architect and test advocate. And we'll be your hosts and QA therapists throughout this series. In this podcast, we're going to tackle some of the most common testing and quality challenges that we all face in our teams. So if this sounds good to you, keep on listening. In this episode, we will talk about learning and how that is important to evolve the skills we use for testing. To assist us on this topic, we have a special guest with us, so please stay tuned. But let's see what brings you here. What are the symptoms you may be feeling that has brought you to this session? Let me ask you some simple questions to see if you relate. Does your organization think of testers as simple checkers? Do you feel testing is being done at high level, looking just at the obvious? Do you like ideas for what to test next? Or do you feel you don't have the know-how to test a certain aspect of your system? So what is the problem here? All these are symptoms that testing is not fully understood. It's implicit value. And how important is, is it to assess the quality in our projects? Maybe, maybe testing is undervalued in your organization. Maybe quality is a, that vague concept. Maybe the organization thinks we can have bug-free products if we or the testers have tested everything up front. Seeking quality requires understanding of what matters for these different stakeholders and then work actually towards it. To understand what matters and assess the related risks requires a set of expert skills we as humans can develop. Let's dive a bit into this topic. It's time for diagnosis and prescription. And today we have here with us Emna Aidi, our expert uh, QA therapist to assist on diagnosis and prescription on these symptoms related to testing skills. Emna is a very active testing community member I'll be involved in different testing related activities such as meetups, conferences, and many other. When I think of Emna, the word uh, learner comes to my mind because she's a learning addict. She and she embraces challenges continuously and thus she evolves. Um, and also in her path, she not only shares their progress, but she also keeps uh, helping others uh, along the way. Welcome, Hemna. Are you comfortable on our QA therapy couch? Uh, hi, guys. Thank you for uh, having me in this uh, episode. I'm very excited to be with you and uh, to share things about learning, testing, and all what you mentioned in the introduction. Nice. Welcome. So let's jump into some some questions. So when we talk about learning, it's always to develop skills. And, and in this area, sometimes we think that skills are something that are born with us. But in testing, some may think that testing is just executing predefined test cases. 
that, well, just appears. So how do you think this view, uh, what's your opinion about this view that tests are just there to execute test cases? What are we missing here? Uh, well, a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, testing is actually far from just executing test cases. Uh, I consider that as a, one of the big misconceptions that maybe people outside of the industry can uh, take it or say, this is a stupid job, people are just executing test cases. But in reality, Testing is more than that. It's, uh, it consists of many activities that could be done across the whole development uh, cycle. It varies from identifying risk, uh, testing the assumption while planning, doing, for example, example mapping with your team, uh, when you try to understand the different user stories that you have, or designing, updating, updating what needs to be automated, um, more than that, so uh, even keeping an eye on observation and monitoring activities. So there are a lot of activities that I cannot mention all of them in this short time, but <laughs> the most important, it's uh, not uh, just executing test cases. So uh, one, one, uh, one question that, um, that I have for you, and whenever we think on working on this testing space and we we talk about skills. Do you think we can be stale, uh, stale that we can be, let's say, calm and uh, uh, not evolve our skills? Because I still see many people uh, in the testing space living really happily uh, with the knowledge that they have and not searching for improving. Why it's important to evolve our skills, especially for a tester? Uh, well, uh, I've never seen a project that is static from the beginning till the end. And even if it is, you will uh, one day jump to another project. So as a conclusion, it's important to stay up to date to the market and uh, you will not use the same tool or the same technology over and over again. So you need to adapt yourself to what the mar market is offering or what uh, the customer's uh, challenges are. And for that, you need to stay up to date to uh, recent technology and try to be a continuous learner and not just using all what you know and uh, try to be open. And also, uh, in, uh, also risks, they are not really stale. They, they evolve, right? Depending on context and... I think yeah, that and sometimes even... people. And uh, the funny yeah. thing is like. Uh, please, please go ahead. Yeah. And the funny thing, the more that you know. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. The more that you know things, you will know what you don't know already. And you feel like you, you still need to know a lot of things to be up to date. Yeah. Maybe people who are just static with their skills, they will not feel that they need to learn a lot. Yeah, and I, and I feel that the the ones that are not that into learning, into evolving, are not that involved in the project in the organization. Because even in the organization, the organization will evolve, will change the way the processes are going, change the workflows. And if you are not aware of what's out there, you probably will not be able to help on, this, on those transitions. So I think, yeah, I'm totally aligned with you about we need to continue evolving, especially in testing. 
But now we are in this 21st century. And what are the skills that you think a tester should have in, in, this, in this stage? Can you tell, tell us a little, little bit more about that project? So you have a product that is the 21st century skills for a tester that we saw. So how do you start it? What are the, the skills that are there that you are identifying? And what are you trying to achieve with it? Um, well, uh, the 21st century skills, first of all, represent interhuman skills. And we refer to them as the four C's, which are mm -hmm. communication, collaboration, critical thinking, and creativity. This project act actually started during the pandemic with a simple discussion with Arda Kramer. Um, what link can we establish between those skills and testing? So we find that this is an engaging topic and both of us were so motivated about it. So uh, after uh, the first discussion, we already ha have uh, the idea to create a, a bilingual book. And uh, it's a book um, created by stories from the communities. It contains 243 stories from testers around the world. And it's organized into two different parts. One is how testers apply already those skills in their work. And the other part is how do they think, uh, how can we apply those skills mm. in the future? So it's like between present and future. Uh, so the book goal is to inspire testers with the stories and idea. How can we improve testing in a given situation just by using soft skills? Yeah, focusing on soft skills. So... In and uh, let's say in your perspective and uh, for you for yourself, if you had to enumerate like the top skills that are most important for you as a tester in a short conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try to keep it short. Uh, um, well, first of all, one of the important uh, skills that I see uh, being a details oriented person. So because paying attention to details since the beginning of the process could help us in preventing bugs and it also help in building the quality into your software. Uh, and um, it also, it's also important to be a critical thinker. Uh, because uh, this is one of the key aspects of for uh, testers. So tester is the, the tester. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the tester is the one who can see things differently and ask good questions. Um, and he, uh, th any tester can tackle the announcements by, um, uh, like Jerry Weinberg, who said, testing is someone who knows that things can be different. Exactly. And another one is like a continuous learner, as we said, that we need to adapt to new technology and tools. So it's important to be that uh, uh, continuous learner and try to uh, um, follow what the market is uh, looking for and adapt yourself. And uh, another skill is uh, being a good communicator. So if you look deeper, of what kind of problem the team is facing, you will find out that the most important one is maybe related to soft skills before even talking uh, about hard skills. 
which means that solving interhuman problems and being a good communicator is one of the key success factor yeah. of agile teams. Uh, and I would also add being a good facilitator uh, and quality advocate by coaching your team members, even if developers or product owner or any member uh, try to see their vision and try to improve uh, the vision of the whole team toward quality by sharing testing practices uh, as a quality is a whole yeah. team approach. Definitely important. I will just add one thing uh, for me that has made a, a difference uh, as a tester is all of that. And, and sometimes we have a difference between, well, we need to be really attentive to detail and deep dive on those features and everything. But then we need to have that uh, high level view and understand how my project is fitting into the whole company organization and, and users. So yeah, it's a good, uh, I think tester is a really good uh, job to have uh, if you like the area because like you said you have a different set of skills that you need to have and one of those skills that uh, now we heard a lot about is automation skills or coding skills do you think they are important for a tester to have uh, of course it's great to have them uh, and it depends on what kind of project you are working in uh, if uh, let's say it's a completely back-end testing, so of course you will need them. Um, but also, you you can also work in testing without having those skills. So it depends uh, what kind of project you are in, but it's always a great add-on uh, to have this kind of computer background. But diversity is also important. We find even people uh, who jump to testing from a completely different background and they don't know coding and they are a successful tester. I, I remember someone that we had on the team that came from like a biomedical kind of background and uh, actually uh, as a tester was, was quite good. Um, one 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 question still related with test automations. Do you think that, well, we see many test automation uh, engineers um, out there, or many people searching for uh, just for test automation engineers, and uh, but uh, I see also often that uh, I've seen uh, at least uh, uh, in, in some scenarios that. Uh, sometimes um, these this test automation engineers just limit themselves to, to code coding skills. Um, do you have, I, I'm not sure if that's also that your experience, but do you have any tips for test automation engineers that are in that stage in, in order to evolve to be actually good testers and not just uh, coders of uh, uh, UI test scripts? Well, that's a good uh, topic and everyone can uh, find himself there uh, from automation. One of the time in my community, I ran a kind of coffee discussion and uh, one of uh, those people uh, of automation engineer mentioned that uh, he suffers from being too far from the functional part and uh, he's like doing only the things that he is uh, um, 
receive, you need to do that, that uh, as automated uh, test. Um, so he's like one sprint uh, far from uh, mm. uh, their colleagues. So he's not synchronized. He's not attending the team meetings. He's too far from the project. He's like seeing it only from the technical uh, stuff. What I uh, proposed uh, at that time is like try to be involved early in the process, try to um, at least attend to team meetings, the most important, to see the priority, uh, where to focus the risk, try to add your opinion, not just receive and automate what uh, you have been told. And an important uh, thing I can add is also pairing. If um, this test automation engineer pair with developer or I don't like to call it manual tester, but let's say the tester who is not involved in uh, um, the automation, but working in the same team, try to pair together and uh, discuss different uh, elements when you are testing. Maybe you will find interesting thing together and then you will decide what to automate. At least be involved in this decision, what we need. Uh, to automate yeah. etc i think it's a good balance to have um because we cannot be only coding we need to have other skills and for all of the skills that we have been talking about more soft skills like communication and all of those things and automation or technical skills what do you think it's the skill that is tougher to learn for a tester in your opinion of course well um Maybe making a good decision at the right time. <laughs> uh, <you need> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, a hard one to to have. Not only for, not just for testers. Yeah, and how 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 do you suggest yeah. to <laughs> to develop that that um, that skill? <laughs> yeah, that's a hard question. <laughs> Sometimes we don't need an answer. It's just uh, you you need to be out there and to expose yourself more and have uh, more experience on that field because and have information. Yeah. 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 Experience is important. Yeah. Maybe try to refer to previous experience, see how uh, things work usually and try to uh, um, see the positive and the negative side of uh, doing things, try to study risk very well uh, before taking decision. And at the same time, sometimes we need fast decision because yeah. we need to move forward. Um, well, there is a book for that, the Think Fast and Slow. Uh, it's uh, important. Uh, you can understand the mind structure and how the mind can uh, think in uh, both cases. Mm -hmm. Maybe it could help uh, testers. Yeah, that's... that's um... That's actually a, a good reference, uh, and uh, um, I'm just thinking also about thinking slow <laughs> about the 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 fact that we have to take the, a decision, and well, in testing is so broad, and sometimes we struggle. Well, um, how can we? I bring value to the table. What is the best best thing that I can bring to the table, and you also mentioned, let's say, the diversity, having different backgrounds. And of course, the more and more background we have, the more and more experience we know, we will know probably better uh, how we can contribute in a way that maybe facilitates more uh, the team. Uh, maybe, maybe the team is blocked in one aspect and maybe that's where we need to focus our attention on, perhaps. 
Um, and I, I also, also wanted to ask you about, uh, also related to the, this topic of learning skills and uh, how important it is for, for a, te a tester to actually be hands-on or to, to actually exercise testing because uh, we have this kind of theory and then we have practice. So how relevant is the practice for a tester? Uh, well, I see it important and also mm. uh, it's good to combine with theory. If you just test without having a structure in your mind what we want to do, uh, let's take an example. For example, you want to do an exploratory testing um, session, so it's important to make it structured. You have some theoretical thing to present to the this is what we want to do, and uh, this is how can we uh, use exploratory testing to generate new testing ideas. So present the theory and then try to practice it. Uh, also practice allow us to discover and learn more about the product. Uh, and the next iteration, you will find yourself with more questions because you experienced that already. Yeah. And, and you talk about a book uh, just now. So do you have any other recommendations for a tester that is starting their career? What are the good books out there? I, I imagine you have a long list, so <laughs> two uh, or well, three. There is a new <laughs> book, actually. Yeah, but uh, I'll try to uh, keep only one uh, to not make a long list, but uh, an effective one for those who want to start uh, their career in software testing. There is actually a new one. Uh, released in the last mm -hmm. few months by uh, yeah. Nicola Lindgren. Uh, yeah. It's called Starting Your uh, Software Testing Career. So this is a good one because it's split into different parts uh, and it covers all what the new tester need to know uh, when uh, he nice. just joined the field. It's a guide uh, like to find your first role, uh, upskilling, uh, what are the skills, the relevant job uh, in the market, how to stay relevant and how to succeed uh, in your role once you uh, started. So I recommend uh, everyone. It's like a, uh, can, it presents kind of a roadmap for, for evolving, uh, if I understood it correctly. Yeah, kind of different chapters and every chapters take um, one of the things that a tester could need when he's just starting. And I, I could not skip the blogging part because <laughs> we know that you are like a really frequent blogger. And do you see <laughs> blogging also as a way for improving your own skills or is just a way to share your findings so others can learn from them? How do you see blogging with skills connected? If you see a relation there. Uh, well, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe it's uh, both parts. And uh, for me, when I write something, when I write my takeaways, uh, it's a way for me that I try to explain it to someone else who will read it, which means that myself, I understand it better because maybe the way I took um, uh, stupid notes uh, myself, it's not very relevant. Uh, if I read it after a period, which are draft notes, it's not good but when i structured in a blog uh, try to visualize it better uh, i feel um, i understand things better myself so this is one of uh, the most important uh, advantage um, and also when you try to share it with others in the community um, you will 
you will promote a kind of a discussion around that topic and this is a way to have a good feedback or maybe things to improve or things to consider and maybe this will make you think about your next topic uh, that you will take as a reason to make some research and maybe to write something else about it and uh, it's, it's also, also a like an opportunity to... for learning yeah sorry uh, learning new topics exactly yeah yeah topic uh, it's like uh, iterative a topic uh, you will you will find another topic after the one you published just based on discussion or maybe people sometime uh, ask is do you have a blog about that or uh, and it's also a way to share your experience as memories um, sometime I even open one of my previous blog because I know that I have some details I shared sometime so even for myself it's uh, relevant I can back to some of the blogs and it's a good way to stay relevant yeah. uh, yeah, I share your opinion. Uh, it's work. a good way for the one that is blogging to learn new things, to expose themselves, but also for the one that are reading, that are searching for uh, information about a topic to read about uh, good, uh, read about it uh, in good uh, blogging posts. And the, the other part that we have also here in, in testing our uh, certifications, we heard sometimes or some companies require those ISTQB uh, certification or some kind of order. Do you think these certification are essential for a tester or not so much? Uh, well, I have like two parts <laughs> uh, here uh, because it depends. Um, firstly, um, maybe it's important to look what are the certifications that are available in the global market uh, that are related to our field, in that case, uh, testing. Because sometimes customers are referring to those as a standard. So maybe sometimes you are obliged, let's say, to have this overview about certification schema and uh, to understand better what your customer is looking for. This is from one side. Um, and uh, from another side, even if you just have a look about it, you, you are not obliged to even take it. You At least you know the content. Uh, but for uh, juniors, for example, that are just starters in the field, um, I think it's good for them to just have the basics of this uh, certification. Mostly if their organization uh, want them to be certified for any of the reason. Uh, but uh, also I see a lot of testers who are not certified and who, uh, who are doing good jobs. So it's not something uh, essential. Uh, it depends on which cases you are and you can have an overview about certification and uh, try to use it as a reference. Maybe um, one of the clients is referring to to it as a standard. Yeah. I faced that in some of the and um, from those courses. Uh, do you have any that uh, you would uh, recommend that you already taken and you think, oh, this one is good. Uh, well, um, as we mentioned earlier, we talked about automation. So uh, I can add, even if you don't have all the skill set to automation, um, you can, if, if you are mm -hmm. a continuous learner, you can learn automation. And today is very accessible. Oh. Uh, you can go to Test Automation University. There are a lot of courses uh, that uh, you can take yeah. the 
the one related to your needs. Uh, this is a good resource. There are also lots of uh, courses mm -hmm. within the Ministry of Testing uh, um, website um, for ac whether accessibility, whether coding, or even critical thinking, uh, different ways to learn as a tester. Um, maybe also a new resource that mm -hmm. I discovered yeah. uh, recently, uh, at least for me, uh, LinkedIn Learning. Uh, there are some courses new. They are adding new courses related yeah. to testing in LinkedIn. It could be uh, a good resources as well. And they are also short, quick. With oh, uh, nice. Yeah, uh, I didn't know those ones about LinkedIn. At the end so of each I may course. have to to look at those. There is an, a nice one about exploratory testing. I saw it maybe a few weeks ago. Nice, nice. Yeah, I think courses are a good way, like you said, to uh, investigate a little bit more, hearing about it from uh, professionals that have some experience on it. So I believe is um, are a good way to start if you uh, are starting, I don't know, performance testing, looking at a course of, uh, regarding performance testing is a good way to yeah. try to feel how to approach that. And the other it's part we have to ask questions. Oh yeah, yeah, and to interact. We have also the other part uh, that I know that you are keen about, that are conferences and meetups. And sometimes they are not that well seen in companies because they think we go into vacations just to go to the conference and it's just fun. But how can we use those conferences and meetups to improve our testing skills? Uh, well, I see there there is a lot of uh, added value from uh, conferences in uh, my career. Um, for example, uh, you will attend to different talks and to workshops. You will experience something that you have never seen in your, uh, low, uh, let's say, uh, comfort zone in the company where you are working. Maybe you never saw it this way. Uh, so it's an opportunity to practice and uh, to learn from uh, experts in the domains. And talking about experts, that means that you will also meet them in person. You will meet the um, world experts of your field uh, in person. This is actually from one side motivating, from another side you can even uh, discuss with them about uh, their career. You can uh, find your role model in the conference. You can ask questions about the career path that you want to uh, take, or um, maybe it's also uh, an opportunity to bring that learning to your team, facilitate the takeaways from uh, the conference, share with them uh, whether a template from a workshop you attended or uh, do it yourself uh, at your site. So there is a lot of learnings uh, when it comes to conferences and uh, meetups. Yeah, and, and there are two things that I really like and I, and I already told you that is, first one, when I go to conferences, I level up how the, the, the testing area is and I'm feeling, well, I'm not alone. There are other testers feeling that way. So yeah. I'm not that strange of a guy just fighting my battles. There are other guys <laughs> feeling the same thing. And the other thing is I really get pumped up. So I, I, I really get inspiration from those, those, yes. those conferences. Uh, 
and uh, I add also when you come back after a conference to work, you feel all the motivation and you feel like even you're, uh, you are like uh, a booster, uh, you get a booster to work again, you are working even quickly, uh, having better idea, better question, more confidence yeah. because you discussed that topic with uh, one of the world experts or you attended to a session related to that. So I yeah. encourage everyone to uh, attend at least one conference per year. It's a great add-on. Or even start yeah. with organizing local meetups within a community. Yeah, it's a great way to, to evolve also. Coming back a little bit to your team. And um, like you said, well, the tester is there not only to test, but also to uh, leverage testing and making uh, a concern of all the team instead of being just a tester. So any exercise that you will recommend to do at a team level to improve those testing skills? Uh, well, when you said team level, I assume that uh, you are not mentioning just testers. Maybe you, you are referring to oh, everyone. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I, I'm thinking about an uh, agile team. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah, are yeah. one tester in the... Yeah. So maybe... Um, one of the people are less skilled than others in testing. Maybe it's a good way to bring them all together and organize a bug bash. Uh, try to uh, bring a risky functionality from your product or a new released functionality and try to invite everyone, uh, structure their um, exploration and uh, give them the room for that to do uh, this kind of bug bashing, if I can say it, kind of a, let's say, exploratory testing session also, um, whether yeah. pairing or uh, as a team. Uh, this is a good way to uh, share this testing knowledge and also you can add retrospective uh, to your uh, if it's not already there to your sprint at the end and try to see what are the area that uh, we want to improve in testing as a team. Try to use this as an entry to know uh, from where you can uh, think about next topic to improve our testing skills in the team. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Pairing for me, it's um, one form of collaboration that will show the team how a tester thinks and share that path instead of just sharing the outcome that sometimes are not well understood. So yeah. I'm totally yeah. with you on that. And you can get even new idea from developer when you are discussing with them certain topic. Uh, this could be great input even for you. So it's like a win-win uh, for everyone who participate in the pairing. Exactly. Yeah. So and looking at the tester and the tester career, like you 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 suggested that book uh, form um, uh, regarding the tester career evolution. How do you see this evolution within testing? We we see well the normal way is tester, test manager, probably test coach in the future. Do you see a path that um, is more common for growing in the testing space? And and if not, what is your your perspective, your experience, and how do you think this will be in the future? Uh, well, for testing path, maybe there are different paths, uh, and everyone is the owner of the path he wants to build, because maybe my path is different from another one, and another one uh, has a completely different path. 
So um, my advice here is like uh, focus on what you want to do in the future, what motivates you the most as a tester, maybe more technical or maybe more uh, management, more coaching. Try to understand better what you want um, to achieve. And if uh, this is clear for you, and then try to look for uh, the next uh, steps, what needs to be done in order to reach uh, the goals that you want or the path that you dream uh, to get. Um, for me, um, uh, I, um, I'm more into this part of uh, testing and coaching. Uh, I'd like to uh, become more and more um, the facilitator, the co coaching, the team, uh, testing practices, improving testing in the organization. Um, so I just said that uh, since I joined my recent job last year to my manager, this is what I want uh, to achieve. Uh, and they put me in the right uh, department where, where there are people who uh, manage the transformation uh, of agile transformation, let's say, or uh, testing. Mm -hmm. uh, and there is kind of um, courses how you can... Uh, make an audit in the organization and then improve it, uh, uh, improve depending on your finding what needs to be uh, done. So this is one of uh, the things that I'm uh, working in uh, uh, in the future, uh, now and for the future, to mm. be that uh, person who uh, try to understand what we can improve and uh, what need to be done for the whole team to improve those uh, quality engineering practices uh, in the organization. And time flies, but I think we still have time for one last question. <laughs> and yeah, <of> course. <laughs> um, in, in general and at um, a very high level, uh, can you try to enumerate some of the sources that comes to mind uh, whenever uh, thinking about improving uh, testing-related skills? Uh, well, my favorite resource is actually communities. Uh, because when you want to improve something, uh, if you are within a, a community, whether within your organization or external community, like, uh, for example, I mentioned the Slack of Ministry of Testing or any other community. It's good that uh, um, you see people uh, who do the same thing as you want to do or you find the right channel to ask for uh, help uh, on what needs to be done. And this is a good way for you to get the motivation and uh, the path what needs to be done to start this. So I think uh, this is a good way to start yeah. your culture of quality and uh, you can even implement your own community at work and try to bring people together to talk about what is uh, their favorite topics uh, and what they want to improve. I totally agree with you, Emna, because... Uh, before I was so, um, I remember that before I was uh, so much in the into the the testing topic, um, I was not really aware that there was this so helpful community, so active community around testing, and uh, it was really amazing to find uh, that it not only exists but it's really a, a way where we can all learn together. 
uh, it's a, an opportunity uh, for learning, also for sharing, for growing. Uh, so I, I think that that we should all try to involve in, in, in testing communities in all sorts of the ways that these communities are, um, exist nowadays. Once again, thanks for being here with us, Emna. It was really uh, a pleasure. We all learned uh, so much with you uh, once again. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for inviting me and for all the interesting conversation we had together. Uh, so uh, uh, wish you all the best and I'm looking forward to your future episode. Thank you, Emma. Thank you. So see you in our next therapy session. Happy testing. Happy testing.